Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 24 of the Own the Moment podcast. My name is TJ Lasig. I'm one of the co-founders here at OTM, and we are coming to you tonight with a strategy breakdown on the eve of the Cool Cats 4 Challenge ending, on the eve of a new MGLE rare pack drop that has just been announced. And with me, as always, we have my co-founder, the man who is on a mission to sell 80 Dwight Howards before 1 p.m. tomorrow, Mr. Justin Herzig. Justin, how's the how's the Dwight Howard sales going for you, my friend? It's got to be a lot of work. Oh, it has been. I need a uh, whatever the Top Shop version is of uh, uh, Stable Boy. Maybe it's the one who cleans the floor, the one that you know wipes it uh, so pillars don't slip or something. But it has been. It's uh, it's been rough. Uh, the five minute cooldown obviously uh, extended the time period. And the truth is, I had planned to uh, kind of uh, scale it across the you know last night and today as to not like create a wall and then just turn into undercutting and just ruin the market. Um, but really, just there's been such demand for these moments as we've kind of talked about throughout that I've been able to throw one out at either the same price, the low ask, or a dollar less, and it would immediately get sniped. Um, so there's been no issues there. I think I've sold all of the Abacas, which is around 30. And I think I'm down to about 10 or so of the Dwight's. Wow. Look at that. Now everyone's going to tell you that you're, you're bearish on Top Shop because you're, you're selling moments. But I can't <laughs> wait to see what you end up doing with the proceeds. Obviously, it makes more, more than enough sense for you to sell these ahead of the challenge tomorrow. So, all righty, let's, let's get into it a little bit here. So first off, I, I do want to say, if you guys have been enjoying the shows, been enjoying the content. If you could go ahead, like the stream, leave a comment after the fact, really would help us out in terms of our YouTube presence, trying to get our, our, our stuff out to as many people as possible. If you're listening to the podcast version, if you could leave a rating review, if you've enjoyed, again, if you've enjoyed the show, five-star reviews, leaving that would really, really help us and appreciate you guys very much as we try to, again, grow this community and just get the OTM content out to as many people as possible, seeing all the interest that is in the Top Shot space. So there's my my shilling spiel, and let's get into the agenda because we, we had an agenda planned, and then we have uh, two pieces of breaking news, I would say, in the last couple of hours. Number one is around the MGLE pack drop that is going to be happening tomorrow, and then the other is that uh, our friend Dingling is at it again and has – made a, a million dollar purchase of, of Baller Basket's account, it seems. So big, big news there. And my goodness, th this guy does not have an off button when it comes to purchasing moments and purchasing number one cereals, Justin. It's pretty crazy. Uh, so do you have the tweet up um, that we I can? can up, yeah. Yeah. Well, let, let's jump into this. Uh, first off, shout out Dingling. Well, well done. Uh, <laughs> We obviously have a soft spot for Dingling after getting the chance to kind of talk to him in DMs and you know, put out that Q&A a few days back. We'll probably retweet that just to share it for people that missed it. Um, but if we take a look at, you know, I tried to take a look right before the show because we just kind of heard about it. We just found out about it. But it sounds like it is seven number five of the top number five uh, hollow MMXs. Um, I think there actually were more moments included in this as well. It's possible. Um, but those are kind of the top ones. Um, if we say that those five, you know, these are series one hollows, maybe on average, that's worth a hundred, 150,000. So that'll now take us to around 900,000 for those 73. We're looking at around something like on average 12, 13,000 per number one. 
Uh, and these are primarily series one number ones. Uh, if you look at, so this, uh, you know, witty Katie baller basket was one of the original OGs in this space, obviously was very bullish on the number ones stormed, you know, just bought a whole bunch of them from the marketplace, tried to collect. And, uh, it sounds like dangling is now taking those with an average price of around 13,000, which is a fantastic value on an individual basis. And uh, I mean, it's a great example of a win-win situation where you have an OG, you have someone who kind of put in the risk early on before this blew up, who was big into the number ones, who was big into really collecting. And for whatever reason, they've decided that, you know what, the million dollars is better for them from a lifestyle. They want to get out of top shot. They want to take, you know, t- take the money off the table. And uh, this is a great passing of hands from an OG to a new whale, to a new person who is bullish that wants to get into it. Uh, so then you now have the opportunity. Dingling probably has over 100 number ones, right? Now. Definitely has over 100 number ones right now. Uh, no question. He is, I don't want to say cornering the market on it, but uh, definitely uh, leading the way there. And I think while these kind of sales like seem like, oh, does that mean someone's really bullish for bearish on it? Or like, what do we really take from it? I think the big takeaway is this is just completely natural. And uh, it is great to see, you know, that, hey, someone who is long-term completely bullish on this and wants to continue to use this accumulation, you know, use this dip as an accumulation period. It's fantastic. Uh, and I think you know, it's going to be very interesting. And we look back on like sports trades a couple of years back and seeing how they look. Uh, I think this is going to be one of those things that we continue to look back on for a while. Yeah, definitely a pretty epic trade. I mean, I feel like Dingling, if he wasn't already cementing himself as a legend, to me, he's like, if you're a if you're a poker fan, he's turning into a, a Tom Durdwan or an Isildur kind of character. If you're a DFS fan, it's like the old school Condia days or Max Dorley, which was eventually Sahil Sud. So I feel like he's putting himself into that company in terms of like one of these original OGs that is just playing at the, the mega nosebleed stakes and love to see it. I mean, we have, I see people say it in the chat and I've seen people say it on Twitter. We, we need more dinglings for sure. But uh, congrats to him. Big, big, big time purchase right there. And, and just so kind of him to have the name dingling so that he, knowing that we were all going to have to talk about him, all the content creators, all the tweets and that, uh, you know, not just a normal name, but like dingling. Yep. And well now done. we just are Props. saying... <laughs> finding ourselves saying dingling on the regular now but uh yeah wanted to, to definitely start off with that news since we just saw that before the show and then the other big thing that just came out is that we're gonna have the mgle pack drop tomorrow so tomorrow 5 p.m eastern 99 dollars to purchase gonna be just over seventeen thousand packs available there's also gonna be rebound packs again just like they did with the legendary so that if you get in line and do not end up being able to receive one, you, you'll have a shot at the rebound pack. I'm not sure if they're guaranteed or not. So Maybe let's not. get into that. Let's get into yeah. that. Um, let's get into that. There are, there are 50,000 rebound packs. So technically not guaranteed. However, that means 67,000 people are guaranteed a pack. 67,427. Um, do we believe we are going to have that many people in the queue? Um, when we go back to the legendary one, the legendary had very similar qualifications not including the marketplace spend, um, but it had similar qualifications where it was, um, you know, the 15 moments, I think it was maybe two rares or one hollow. So really just, you know, you know or, or one legendary, so a small change there. Um, but the big thing is we saw Jacob said that there are around 80,000 people that qualified. Um, now for this one. And uh, so as Chef Lizette asked, like, do we know how much? No, we don't, but we can kind of, uh, we, we can estimate a bit. Um, because that 80,000 
qualified for the previous one. Um, we can understand that, you know, there were probably some additional people who decided, oh, I didn't have 15 last time. So I'm going to make sure that I accumulate a couple more moments that for the next legendary, for the next valuable drop, I qualify. So maybe that 80,000 actually increased a little, uh, but that must have spent $99 in the marketplace, I think is a major uh, factor that's going to eliminate people. And I think the ones that it's actually going to eliminate the most of are the multi-accounts because and when I say multi-account, I want to say, you know, A, you know, you have the extreme examples of our Vegas Dave with the likely hundreds back in the day. I think those are gone. Uh, but I'm also talking like the people who say, you know, the girlfriends, the wives, the brothers, the ones who aren't really active, but they get the text from the main user who's on MPA Top Shot and sends a text and says, hey, packs are you know available. Because you could have gotten 15 packs just by being in, what, six from the pre-order, another maybe nine just from being in some common packs and you would have qualified for the previous one. And that doesn't mean that that was a legitimate account if all you were doing was just using a computer, signing up for the drop and just receiving what you got. This now actually takes that next step and says like, hey, this is legitimate. Like you need to you know, be, you know, you need to be an active collector. You need to actually be excited about and willing to spend some money to get, um, to get some moments. And I think it's important that $90, $99 is not, doesn't have to be new money. I know I saw some people saying like, oh, I wish they would make the requirement that you have to bring money on the site. I don't actually love that. I like this because you know what? It is perfectly valid on-ramp for you to, you know, hey, you get a pack, you sold those moments, and then you kind of level up or you move into other moments that you are bullish on. But that is showing that after you got your pack, you're not just selling, taking your money and running. You're selling and just kind of letting it sit in your dapper. But you're actually prioritizing, hey, I may have gotten that legendary and then I sold. And because, you know, a thousand, two thousand, three thousand dollars is a lot, but then I reinvested in a couple other moments that I liked. And so it is very easy to have put $99 in there. And um, that's where I kind of feel like, you know, I guess the original one was how many people do we think are going to be in the pack? I think that is going to limit a substantial amount. And so my initial guess was around maybe 50,000 qualify. Maybe we'll see somewhere between like up. Oh, um, I don't know if I don't know if Elvis is guessing that, um, but we see only like 70k qualified. But I think it's going to be less. Um, I think it's going to be maybe 50k qualify, and maybe we see somewhere between 40 and 50k that'll actually be in the queue. Uh, but there is no. This is not fully data backed. This is more of just kind of a guess. And this is from Sergeant Stogie, who I know has been been in the chat before, and I believe has won a giveaway with us before. So right. saying that. And I saw, I think I saw someone else say that in the blog that they did state that the rebound packs will be guaranteed. So uh, it's going to be interesting. But yeah, I think, like you said, agreed that it's it's likely to come in less than that sixty-seven thousand number. And I, I'm assuming that if they're putting out seventeen thousand and then fifty thousand that they know for a fact that it would have to be less than that. But you know, okay. So anytime they come out with these requirements, right? Everyone is all upset. Some people say it's too strict. Some people say it's too lenient. Everyone is just kind of out there arguing for whatever is best for them. And Justin, I've got a little, a little quote from you here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so, funny. From the man himself, I will read the quote and then I will have you uh, back up your statement here, Mr. Herzig. So I've seen a few people complaining, but I would love to hear from them from people who consider themselves collectors and active with Top Shot but do not qualify for this drop. Because if you don't have 15 moments, what are you doing after the previous drop? And if you haven't spent 99 plus 
in the marketplace, I can only conclude that you are simply waiting for packs and selling. Even the people that got packs, sold, and then bought new items would qualify. So I guess I'll just summarize my point of view on what you just said, because I agree with it. It's basically like if you've been active in any kind of way and have, have been doing anything one step further than I only get in line to get packs. And when I get a pack, I sell my moments. If you've done any level of, like you said, even sold a pack and then purchased something, you likely spent those $99. So I'm going to agree with you, Justin, but I'm sure that people would love to hear your perspective here. Yep. And so I posted this in our discord earlier today, because this is my initial take. And we did get a couple people who responded, um, you know, we're just kind of chatting along who were like, there are some outliers. There are some people who unfortunately may be very active on the site, you know, qualify for all of these, but maybe they, you know, one person was just saying they uh, moved a lot of their budget to be able to go buy one of the Kobe tributes or maybe one of the other Kobe's and such. And so they went from a large amount of moments to like a rare, and there's probably going to be some very few outlier situations. And I accept that, but for the most part, I think this is a completely valid, um, you know, requirements because as I mentioned, like if you haven't spent that $99, then what is your actual objective here? Because it sounds like you're just trying to basically freeload. Um, and I want to bring in, so, I mean, Chugs and Bugs made a tweet on, on uh, made a Twitter, a tweet on Twitter earlier. Um, and I think he was kind of pushing for, he believes that people who spent a certain amount on the site, maybe not in the marketplace should have qualified. So for example, if you were in a legendary and you got a legendary pack and you spent a thousand dollars, uh, and maybe you've been in a rare, so you spent a hundred there, maybe there's a certain number that you can spend that you should qualify. That's not in the marketplace. And, um, I don't know. I think it goes back to that. Like maybe there are some rare outlier situations here. As I say that, like somebody, they qualified for the legendary most recently, and then they sold and they've just helped, or they haven't sold, but they're just collecting, but they don't have 15. Like, it's just really tight to try to figure out what are these isolated examples where someone is, unless, you know, we're trying to prevent the ones who are just buying the packs and just flipping. So if you're trying to then say, okay, but there actually might be collectors who bought the legendary and are just holding their moments, but they don't have the 15 or they have the legendary, but not the MGLE, like, I think it's just trying a little too hard and getting a little too tight. And unfortunately, maybe there might be some good actors that have fallen to the cracks on this. Um, but at the end of the day, 15 moments and spending $99 in the marketplace is not a high requirement. Um, and so I think this is the right direction. And the other is I like that there's this dynamic aspect to it. Um, my full recommendation is stay ahead of the curve. Don't just stay at it. So we see this is it right now. If I was you, I would have 25 moments at least in my account. Because if the next requirement for a legendary is they bump this up and it's not just you know one legendary, two rare or 15 moments, it might be one legendary, three rare or 25 moments or whatever it is. But stay ahead of the game if you are an active, honest collector. Um, and you know if there are some budgetary restraints that make this a bit more challenging, Try to get creative and think about how you maybe can get you know a few more moments. Maybe pick that one player that you're bullish on, put a little more into it, um, and see what you can do. But uh, that's where I feel you know. Hey, I, I think this is a major step in the right direction. And if we end up with fifty thousand that are in the queue, um, that ends up being about thirty four percent actually get a rare. Uh, I think most people should be pretty happy with a one out of three chance of getting the rare pack if you qualify. Yep. No, agreed with everything you said there. 
seeing some more comments in the chat. I mean, it really does come down to, I, I think this is fair. And yes, I'm sure that there are some outliers of people that, that are true collectors and do have true intentions with how they've approached Top Shot so far. And for whatever reason, haven't been able to, to check one of these boxes. But like Justin said, and like some others in the chat have said, I mean, Eric says it, the fact that 15 plus was a requirement in the in the last drop, like people could have seen that and been like, you know what? Okay, I didn't hit that this time, but I want to be prepared for another one and gone out and bought 15 cheaper moments. Like if they're interested in the platform, if they're interested in Top Shot and being a collector, I think that that's more than reasonable for everyone to to be able to achieve. So, yeah, and, and wrapping up with Chugs as well as he responded to my points. Um, play to win. First, I need an argument for why a play to win is actually a very bad thing. Um, because in a lot of businesses, there are rewards for people who are high active in that business. Um, there are loyalty points. There are, you know, let's use casinos as an example, but the people who are you know, qualifying for that blackjack contest is because of their activity. At hotels, if you stay at a hotel for 10 hotel nights, you get a free night or something. Like, I'm not 100% convinced that there's this argument that activity or you know in, in this form activity is often buying from marketplace collecting is a very bad thing now on the extreme range we want to make sure that this is not just a rich getting richer and it's just the elite this small you know small amount of people that are able to benefit from this but if it's you know we're talking near which we're, we're talking table stakes we're talking what we're supposed to be here table stakes and if that is 15 moments if it's 25 moments and here's the better thing we're starting to see these really cheap moments go down in price. I think right now you can get a bunch of these for $5. So we're not talking an exorbitant fee. It's not like the day is when the cheapest moments were $20, $30, We're talking $5 to get those moments. Plus, we, you know, we've had two opportunities through the pre-orders. We're continuing to see some common packs. So like for nine, what? If you were involved in some of the recent pre-orders as well as some of the commons, you could basically for about $45 gotten at least 15 moments. Uh, and then maybe you're able to even flip some of those. So like, I think we're talking table stakes now. Yes, it's a good point. We've got to be careful that it's not going to turn into a only the rich are going to get access to legendary. But I have confidence based off the communication from Roham and team that they do not want that. And uh, um, Roham put a tweet out not too long ago that had a data point where I think it was, I don't want to butcher this, but it was 98% of users who received a pack and made a purchase in the marketplace were active three months later. And I think, you know, that was before there were withdrawal, before everyone had withdrawals and stuff. And it was a little while ago when it was more of an early adopter community. But I'd be very interested to know, A, what that new percentage is, because I believe that Roham and his team are using that as a KPI, a key performance indicator for them. And they want to be able to continue to bring people into the ecosystem. One, spend in the ecosystem. We've seen that now with the $99. And if their hypothesis is correct, that those two will indicate long-term retention, then that is extremely valuable to them and us as participants of this ecosystem. Love it. Love it. Great breakdown there. I don't think there's anything else to say. I will we'll leave it as a, as a mic drop moment. I think you summarized it nicely. So continue the questions coming in the chat. Well, we can uh, always review them after. And, you know, our, our goal is just to understand and hear about as many individual situations that are out there as possible just so we get that full picture and i'm sure the dapper team is doing the same and like justin said we'll continue to see these types of requirements and eligibilities over time i think one other thing i want to touch on justin i know we're going to get into the challenges but 
we put out a tweet last night that was a, a little bit of an interesting, I think, I, I think it ends up ended up being a good sign. But essentially what happened was there was a period of time last night where the marketplace was open in that you could list your moments, but there were issues with people attempting to buy. So when you would go to try and purchase a moment, you would not be able to do so. And so what we saw was a, a pretty actually quick decline in the market because it was essentially creating an artificially low floor because whatever the lowest ask was at the time, people were not able to buy at that price, but people that were going and coming in looking to undercut that would list it for a dollar less and then a dollar less and a dollar less. And this was kind of happening across the board. We saw it with the, the Cool Cats prices where over a four hour period, they were pretty much all down substantially the Top Shot team did end up shutting down the market and resolved it. And then we saw it bounce back pretty shortly after. So just wanted to, to kind of call that out. I thought that, that was a, a good point. And to me, a positive sign in that it bounced back so quickly, right? So seeing the floor drop that kind of 10, 20%, there were enough buyers in the market that they scooped it right back up. And I think we've pretty much fully recovered, if not even more from now. So any any comments on that from your end, Justin? Yeah, can you actually go to the site? Because I think if you pull up the Cool Cats Four Challenge, it's a pretty cool way of visualizing. Um, now, what if happened. anyone has not, if anyone has not seen it yet, we released a upgrade to the site earlier tonight, and it's now a lot prettier. We have pictures. We still have data, but we also have pictures. So, data is cool, but data plus pictures is better. But All seriously, right. if anyone has any feedback on the new site, you can uh, can let us know. We've added a couple other things as well with this release. Yeah, I think the big thing is mobile. Um, yes, mobile, so. mobile looks a lot, a lot, a lot better now. So check out the site on mobile, guys. Hopefully you'll enjoy it. Should be a lot, a lot more user friendly. Still, still plenty more, you know, to improve. And and we're we're not going to stop. But just just know that in the background, we're always working on a bunch of different ideas to to not only bring the the newest features and the best features that we feel are, are most relevant for you guys, but also hoping to present things in as clean a way as possible so that it's, it's easy to understand and also, you know, a little bit, a little bit easier on the eyes. So yeah, this is the new site. All right. So if we can zoom in, let's go. Eh. Yeah. I mean, so you could, first of all, before you zoom into, don't, don't just don't do anything. Um, and eh, go back, go back. Okay. So we can see this trajectory for the down, you know, very slightly downward and then starts kind of leveling out. And uh, if you actually double click, you know, not you actually double clicking, but mentally double clicking, uh, what's happening is the cool cats and some of the slash 35 Ks, it's not in Jeremy Grant, have kind of decreased in price, uh, while the Dwight surge and Jeremy Grant have increased, uh, but just not enough to really, um, you know, uh, offset the, the, the decreases there. But that little V right there is what happened last night. Um, and so now if we can zoom in, TJ. Yeah, so this one right here, I think is what we want, right? No, 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 no. Go back. You, oh, you, you, do, had you it. do want the whole thing? Oh, no, yeah, you're right. That was last night. Because, yeah. Okay. So there on the left-hand side there. Um, and maybe it's, I don't know, it maybe it may be a little easier to see, actually, if you are zoomed out. But the general idea was, as TJ said, uh, people didn't realize, and they were listing it, and no one was buying. Uh, people just kept undercutting. And so within about a 45-minute period, the entire market uh, was dropping between 10 and 20%. And the, the low ass were dropping between 10 and 20%. And we saw it. So because obviously I was watching the Dwight Howards. 
uh, Dwight dropped, I think, $11 from, I think it was 69 down to 58. Um, and it, just, it was just so crazy to see that like over the past two, three days, it was gradually, gradually moving up to that 68, 69. And then for most of 420, it was on 69, which is just a fantastic coincidence. Um, and within a half hour, it just crashed. And so uh, they eventually shut the marketplace down. And uh, we were talking in Discord about like what we thought would happen because there was a risk that these would settle as the new prices where people would see across the board, not just for cool cats, but in general that, Oh, this is the low ask. Okay. This is what it should be. And new people just start posting there. Uh, but rather the other is we saw a wide range of people, majority of them, that when we posted on Twitter about it, um, not majority, but a large, a, a large amount of people were saying, okay, buy the dip. This is an opportunity. I'm going in. They realized that, Hey, there was some, you know, funkiness. And so, it was then obviously not as quickly as it dropped down, but pretty gradually as the marketplace opened back up, we got right back to the prices we were previously. And so this is a good example from the cool cats, but in general, uh, you see it as well. Maybe let's let's take a look at the Dwight Howard. Maybe we'll see how extreme that one was. Because as I said, I think it was almost like a 15% drop. What, 11 over 68? Yeah, about that. Wow, he's up to 73. Whew. Oh yeah, took a steep drop right there. Yeah, so if we zoom in just from the beginning of the Cool Cat Challenge, um, we can, oh. yeah, you can, um, I think you're blocking it with that. Um, but go. yeah, you see just that gradual incline and then uh, it just took that kind of, and it doesn't look that steep now because we're, our baseline was that $20 jumped up, but that right there was about a 15% drop in price from that uh, 69 down to 58. And, yeah. But it was great to see how quickly the market reacted and recovered. Yeah. Absolutely. So let me uh, answer uh, this one here. Um, so Stephen Cameron said, do you feel it's fair for admin to shut down the price to regulate price? And like that seems a bit shady. Uh, well, the problem was that there was a technical issue with the site where it was not allowing people to make to process payments. Um, and so when there was a technical issue, but but at the same time, they were allowed to list. Uh, so when there was a technical issue preventing people from making purchases, Yes, it is completely legitimate for them to shut down the site until they're figure, able to figure out how to get a fully productive working marketplace. Uh, and, and that's what happened there. And then I think today, when we saw the five minute cool down was them reacting and trying to make sure that that same bug didn't happen. Uh, because when you have a major challenge, you know, happening the day, you know, it's the day before it's going to complete. Uh, last thing they want is to go back into maintenance for a prolonged period of time. And that's why I think they kind of kept the five minutes just to manage scale. Makes sense. All right. Do we want to talk? I mean, I know. So, so we have two, two things we want to talk about with re relation to the challenges. One is, is the cool cats, which we're already talking about. So maybe we just go with that one. And then afterwards, maybe we can talk about the, the hollow icon four and do a little bit of a, of a look back at that. And of course I always forget this, but we do have a giveaway at the end of the show, guys, we have the LeBron James, giveaway from the survey and i'm just realizing now i did not say that at the beginning of the show too much all business not enough fun giveaway so stay tuned folks you do not have to be in the chat to win this one but it would be a lot more fun if you are <laughs> let's go back yeah. to cool cats all right so cool cat story um i think the big storyline here is kind of a proof point, uh, some validation for what we've been talking about and what we kind of touched on Monday uh, with Plunge Father and what we've been talking about heavily in the Discord um, is just 
the bipolar, the um, very different endpoints where the um, those just slash 15Ks truly became the bottleneck that we predicted. And uh, the Jeremy Grant were still, uh, you know, it, it's still significantly, you know, more expensive than what we expect than what most people expected from the last 35k. Um, but the truth is, for a challenge during that challenge, it's all about utility value. So when we saw that there were going to be two slash 15k moments, and you're comparing those to all these other slash 20k during that challenge, the most valuable ones will be the ones that are most scarce, the ones that are most difficult to get the most in uh, high demand. And uh, we touched on this a little bit. I just want to reiterate it that yes, it says 15K. We then have, um, here, let's click on a Dwight Howard if we can, um, just to give the example there. Um, but how many do we have in the packs here for the Dwight Howard? Um, I got to go full screen to see what those numbers are. Um, but yes. Yeah, so, so we have 14,000 now. So we've already got rid of 8% there. Um, from that 14,000, these have predominantly been owned by people for the past month, two months, maybe even three months. And so a large amount of people who, who have these, who own these moments, uh, don't realize that it may be part of a challenge or they're just not paying attention or they just don't care. Unlike the cool cats where they just got it, they just received it in the past week and they're a bit, they're hyper aware that they should either be collecting it or selling it during the challenge. So that 14,000, there's probably only more like what, maybe 10,000 that are actually aware of this and are making the decision to either complete the challenge or sell. And so when you look at that, you know, I think the, the, what I've been paying the most attention to over the past couple of days is the amount of active listings. Um, and so with the amount of active listings, did we get rid of that teacher? No, I don't think so. Where? Number of listings. 882. Oh, oh, sorry. Okay. Yep. Sorry. I had my mouse right over it. All right. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. So that number of listings right there is now down to under 900. Uh, earlier in the challenge, it was hovering around 1,200 in the high 1,100s. And that was telling me, and I was watching the, the rate of that, they're decreasing because it tells me that, okay, yes, there's demand increasing. We knew that d demand would increase, but people are also still listing it. And uh, we don't truly know how many people are paying attention and how many people are trying to sell these that aren't in the challenge, but we can kind of monitor how often people are still listing them to get a better idea of in the future, over the next 24 hours, how many will still be putting them up to list. And uh, that number has significantly gone down. So if we, you know, we're at $73 right now. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if that ends up getting, you know, I think there's a strong wall at 75. So that might be a little difficult to tear down, but I wouldn't be surprised if this still goes up um, as the challenge completes. Um, and, uh, and, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy because we're seeing it with the Ibaka. We're seeing it here. We're seeing it with the Jeremy Grant to a lesser degree. And I think it just tells us that uh, there are insights that can be gathered. There is education. There are things we can learn from previous challenges, from supply and demand, that do play out in a market fashion and uh, whether or not this challenge ends up being, you know, plus EV, it's not looking like it is from just a, you know, monetary wise, but from a collector standpoint, getting to complete a challenge, getting a serial, like it's not that bad either, but there's without a doubt, there was a smart way to achieve this challenge. And it's what we said from the very beginning. When we said, when we started, we said, get your Abaka, get your Howard, get your Jeremy Grant, and wait for the others. Because as those three become the bottlenecks, 
all the others are just going to decrease in price because you know they're just not as necessary and people you know more people are just going to be getting rid of them because uh, the they don't need them for the challenge if they're not completing it yep it makes a lot of sense and i think it's something to, to, to learn from to keep an eye on going forward to see if they continue to include some of these 15ks in the challenges i'm just i'm waiting for the jimmy butler one man as soon as jimmy butler's in the challenge then then i'll be needing my my stable boy to help me sell <laughs> my 50 some jimmy butlers that have been you know losing me money pretty much every day actually they, they went up recently That's all there you go um but, uh, if yeah. you go to so what are we at right now are we at around 47 48 40, yeah 47 something like that let me go to it 46 92 yeah. 47, okay um Still think we hit 6K completions. Uh, in my most recent um, analysis that I put out in the Discord, I think I said my range was now at around 5,500 to 6,000. Um, I think that's still a fair estimate. Um, I think 6K is probably a... 6K is still in reason. Um, I can't... Let me zoom in right now. Looks like we have 4,700 down there. We include another 3,600 that have at least 6 out of 10. So that puts us at... Um, so 5,300, if you then include the five, four out of 10, that's another 600 that puts us at 5,900. Um, uh, I think getting over 6,000 is still in the ballpark. Um, but I would put the new number at, you know, around 6,000, maybe a little less. Um, and then I think I still have the challenge value for the Russ at around 150, which is interesting because I think Jokic is currently at around 160. Um, and so if he's 160, uh, should this Russ actually be worth more than Jokic because there's going to be uh, fewer of them for the challenge. Um, now, I think Jokic, by all intents, is a better player, is a more valuable kind of commodity as a player on the site right now. Um, maybe that's debatable. I don't know. Um, but I think that Russ kind of and that Jokic are going to be very close in price for the rest of the challenge. We love you, Serbia. <laughs> Mad respect. All right. I think you broke it down well. I mean, so my, my current situation, I've had some, I've been selling some abacas because I had a, quite a few of them as well. I'm leaning towards not completing the challenge though. It just, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm debating. I think it's like you said, it's kind of like a 50-50 type of thing. Like my, my my end goal is still to complete the the master eventually, but um, so maybe it will be worth it for me to do it. I don't know. Depends if I'm yeah. feeling spicy late tonight. We'll see. Maybe I'll sell some abacas and use that to purchase the rest of them and just make sure I, I lock in my Westbrook. Yeah, and I mean, so we will uh, we'll be bringing on John Boy, um, who has done some fantastic analysis around challenges. He's in the chat. Um, too. Oh, he is. Okay, nice. There he uh, is. There you go, John Jackson. Uh, so he will be joining us on Monday uh, to kind of talk through what we should be thinking about the master challenge and all things there. Uh, we'll probably take some lessons learned that um, he was very early to the game on this Jeremy Grant and the squeeze, um, as he's been calling it. Um, and there's a very similar one that's going to likely happen with the Jokic. Um, please feel free to pump Jeremy Grant as a great long-term investment winky face because... <laughs> John Jackson has a ton of the Jeremy Grants that he was buying down at around the $15 range, probably um, right before, like was ahead of the game, seeing what with this was going to happen. And uh, he's making a push that he thinks a similar thing is going to happen 
with the Jokic cool cap um, and potentially even the Russ Westbrook one, because as TJ said, TJ may not complete this challenge. Neither TJ nor I completed the Jokic one previously, but we both want to complete the master or both planning at least right now. Uh, so there are a large amount of people that are like us that did not complete those still need that challenge reward. And uh, that supply versus demand situation is going to be very interesting again. So uh, just a thought, not putting out any kind of advice or anything, but uh, you might want to consider uh, if you don't have the Jokic yet and you're trying to complete the challenge, um, get it sooner rather than later. Yeah, because I think after Cool Cats 4 wraps up tomorrow, we're going to start to to get some more attention back on the Master Challenge because there'll be what the, yeah. the remaining four that we don't know how exactly they're going to come about, but there will just be, be four more. And then uh, may, maybe we'll find out more of the specifics of exactly what's required in the master I hope so. I mean, wraps up. The, the things that we've heard from them is that there's a chance of a common challenge a master you know, a, mm-hmm. a, a, a common challenge that would get you a cool cat for the master uh, not a definite but top shot Dapper Labs has said that's a possibility uh, they also and again I'm not sure if this is a possibility but they strongly have hinted towards or said likely that there would be some kind of a showcase challenge uh, and I want to make a note here there's a showcase challenge currently going on. Do we think that there's going to be another showcase challenge after this? Maybe you need to do a showcase with your cool cats. I'm not sure that's possible. Um, I think it's within the world of possibility that the people who complete the current challenge may also receive a cool cat. Um, no idea if that's the case, but my advice is if you haven't created that showcase challenge to get that free $20 and your 20 likes, just do it. It's not that much effort. Um, we will without, you know, if you're in the OTM discord, uh, I have personally guaranteed that anyone will, you know, that is trying, will finish with at least 20 likes. Um, I think we had Jay minor today who actually messed up his showcase. So he had to create a new one. He was thinking about not doing it. I was like, dude, just create it now, post it and we'll get you 20 likes within an hour. I think it probably took around 10, 15 minutes and he got it. So, uh, if there is anyone out there like that right now, that is listening to this, Unfortunately, if you comment on the show with your top shot um, challenge with a link, it gets deleted by YouTube, but comment with your top shot name and we'll then go to your account, find it, and we will definitely go and like yours. We'll get the OT- yeah. yeah, we saw in the last we learned our last we, saw, we were getting notifications that said there's a comment, but then we couldn't see the comment anywhere. So it's like, well, that, that didn't work out the way we intended. And I guess that it's, it's t- uh, YouTube's method of eliminating spam bots. And uh, who are putting just, you know, advertisement links and stuff. So I get it. So put in the comments of this afterwards uh, what your Top Shot username is, and we'll make sure that you get at least your 20 likes. Love it. As James right. says, without a doubt, free money. And all right. I'm sure some people saw some Club Top Shot last week. I'm sure some people saw um, Mike Levy's MBL's um, Twitter thread about the kind of higher prices and stuff. Uh, one of my points on this was at the end of the day, you know, for the prices of these um, packs, the money was either going to go to Dapper Labs and Rent Seekers. Rent Seekers take it off money or take it off the site and just whatever, or we pay Dapper Labs more money. And I have confidence that if they were to ever raise the packs or if Dapper Labs you know, continues to get tons of money from us, they're going to find ways to pump it back into the ecosystem. That is beneficial to them. Just like, again, casinos find ways to provide free opportunities, free games, free whatever to customers, sports books, give free bets and stuff. 
they understand that they are a very profitable business. They are taking money from us. They want to find ways to continue to pump it back into the ecosystem. This $20 for every person that is completing it is a fantastic example. I mean, if we look at what, maybe 100,000 people complete this, right there is what, $2 million that they are giving back to the, you know, pumping back into there. So that's where I'm a proponent of, you know, hey, if they do raise prices, they, that is better than the rent seekers taking it off the market. Uh, and I have confidence that Dapper Labs will continue to invest in the ecosystem, invest in the community to continue build this long term for that 100 year term. And I see a lot of people putting in the chat. Yes, that's a good start. You can definitely that. But we're saying also, once the show ends, you can't do it yet. Go back to the YouTube channel, um, click on this show, and then you can put in the comment. So once the show ends, put it there. And that's when we'll then guarantee that we'll get everyone those 20 likes. Sounds like a plan. All right. I don't think we need to talk too, too much about the hollow icon for, but I, I, I think it's at least a little bit of an interesting use case. What do you think, Justin? We're already 43 minutes in. I'll go very quickly. I'm not All showing right. any numbers on this. Uh, okay. through, throughout it, we had a bunch of people that were kind of asking around like, hey, is this profitable? We hear that Andy was kind of touting it that, hey, you know, if you have the capital, you should be completing the hollow challenge. Uh, it's extremely plus EV. Um, from a numbers wise, that's not wrong. Uh, when we ran the numbers, we were seeing that it was going to be plus EV to the numbers of somewhere between like five and ten thousand dollars. Um, and yes, that's a capital investment of around I think it was twenty seven thousand. Um, so that's a lot of capital put in, and without a doubt, this is not the primary market. You know, this is not the majority of users that can do it. Um, I actually teamed up with TJ and Bachman Bach to uh, complete this one um, because. Without a doubt, the math said that this was plus EV. But the problem is, if you were trying to do it just from an expected value standpoint, it was going to get very sticky. It's going to get dicey because virtually there was very, very little, if any, liquidity of these moments after the challenge. And that's likely going to stay the case for a while. Um, so the people who collected it primarily collected it because they are long-term users, long-term uh, uh, you know, bulls in this market. And uh, same with us, with the Halliburton, with the Anthony Edwards. I think those are going to be two of the most valuable moments from the rookie class here. And we want to make sure we are holding those long-term. And that's why we kind of were incentivized to do this because we felt that there was an expected value, there was an opportunity to do this. And now we have not sold any of them. I initially tried to sell like the three cheapest ones, the, you know, um, I don't know, was it like Lori and a couple others? Uh, I think Terrence Ross, maybe um, one other. And Basley. I put it out of that. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe. There's I Basley, I think it was one of the cheap ones. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah. And so my thought was like, you know, I'm not too bullish on these players. I'll try to sell it for a thousand. That just kept getting undercut, undercut, undercut. And I'm just like, we don't want to play this game. It's whatever. If people want to sell those for 600, 700, it's fine. We're just going to hold on to it. Uh, but without a doubt, those more expensive ones. And I think I saw that the Anthony Edwards was actually selling today, two or three of them sold for more than they were selling for at the cheapest in the challenge. Ooh. And so that's an example where if you're holding after that kind of couple days after the challenge, maybe the you know days, week after the challenge where people are just trying to cut, 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 eventually there are buyers that will want these. They realize, oh, the floor is already gone. The people who are undercutting are out. Now you've got to actually spend up to get these. And I think that's what's going to happen with like Edwards, with Halliburton, with maybe that Kyrie, with a couple of other really nice ones in there from a long-term perspective. 
Well, let's hope so, because I am a proud owner of a third of that challenge. <laughs> I had a, I saw a funny, I don't know if you saw the tweet from Drew Dinkmeyer, where it was like, what percentage of your net worth is too much to have an Excel spreadsheet that is fractional investments with your friends? And I feel like that's what I'm like. It's like all these moments that are sitting out there that I'm like, oh, I got, you know, 25% here, 30% there. I don't even know what the number is anymore. I'm just, you know, anytime Justin comes to me with an idea, I'm like, don't even ask him a question. I'm just like, yeah, I'm in. Maybe I'm just a mega, mega fish. We went pretty quickly from uh, throwing $25, $50 in a poker game uh, to uh, throwing, yeah, a couple more dollars. A little bit more than that. Justin had to, he, had to, he had to stop because his wife might hear him. And then she's like, wait, what, what's going on there, Justin? <laughs> I mean, it's funny to look back. Like, I mean, even with the market where it is, we still got that Devin Booker at around $10,000 that's still a fantastic value. Uh, we got the Jokic at around, what was it, 18, 20 or something? Yeah, like 20, um, I think. Still looks like fantastic value. Um, MVP. And so, yeah, even even though, like, you know, we've seen this market and stuff, and without a doubt, the ones that have, you know, across the board, everything's taken a hit. Uh, but those are still things that we are long-term bullish on. We want to hold for the long-term. Um, and I think there's just been a little less... Uh, you know, paper hands, a little less just kind of flipping from those older, higher value moments. Um, and I think we'll eventually see the larger market turn into that as well. Agreed. All right, Justin, we got to talk a little bit about MLB tops. I think <laughs> it was it was the hot, hot topic of yesterday. I don't even know what I don't even know where to begin with it. It was it was a wild ride. For, for those that participated, we put out a poll, seemed like about 40%, I think 42% was the final number of the, the people that responded, either attempted to get it successfully or unsuccessfully. So there's definitely some interest from the folks. We're not going to spend a ton of time talking about it, but we are going to watch Justin open up a tops pack, which Wait, I'm curious to see. Let's do that. Yeah. Um, so just at a high level, um, you know, We've, uh, we've, you know, through conversations through that survey that we have run, there's no question that the community is sports enthusiasts, sports, just huge fans. Uh, there's actually far more of a sports connection than a crypto tech or any other connection. Um, and so when we see another NFT product out there, like, you know, the MLB is coming out there, another one of the, you know, major sports in the U S um, we're, we wanted to do it from an educational stance. I wanted to better, you know, go through the experience myself, see what it was like, uh, see what we can kind of compare to the top shot space. Um, without a doubt, it's very early. This is literally the very beginning for them. I wasn't around for top shot for those first early days. I can only imagine the problems that were, you know, back in August and such. Um, I am, you know, I'm hopeful that the MLB um, and tops kind of get this to work out. If not, I'm hopeful that some other company like Dapper Labs is able to uh, create a better product. Um, and maybe there's going to be competing ones in the future. Who knows? Um, but, you know, what I'll do, you know, I don't want to really um, add any level of just kind of, a, you know, sub of subjectivity or journalism here um, around my thoughts on it. It was obviously a painful experience for many. Um, there were a lot of kind of technical challenges, credit cards being charged. But then I think from all intents, they've been refunded, but you're not sure how many you got. Um, I ended up getting pretty lucky. I don't know if I got lucky or not, but um, I ended up getting 10 packs for five dollars each so i kind of just went through various times and one of them is i said i want 10 of the five dollar ones 
Uh, I opened one yesterday and um, it's not as fun. There's no music, there's no action, um, but we'll still kind of walk through what that experience is like um, with opening a pack and we'll do that now. Let's do it, I'd love to see. Okay, you able to see? Yep. All right. So first off, there is no scrolling on this. So you kind of, if you want to, <laughs> kind of just got to make screens larger and smaller. Um, that is my pack from last time, those six moments. I got an Evan Longoria Rare, which I guess is my most valuable one. Um, but let's go with one of these standard packs, and uh, we'll see if we can open it up. All right. So what's interesting here um, is for these MLB packs, they tell you the actual percentages of what your chances of getting various cards. Um, so in this, you have 78% are common. Um, so 17% so are uncommon, 4% rare, get a little less than 1% super rare, and 0.2% for epic. I believe if you have uh, one of the more premium packs, there's also another level or two that you can also get, maybe just one. Um, to get even more legendary or whatever the word is. Um, someone actually asked on Twitter today, which I thought was really interesting, um, is why is Tops able to do uh, these types of drops where there's different classifications of cards, um, you know, such as a legendary or a rare with the commons? You know, doesn't that also go against the loot box uh, law? And uh, I think you know, my answer really was, I think it's just a risk, uh, a risk tolerance uh, for each company. Uh, I think Tops historically, you know, in a paper product, in a cardboard product, has always had you can pick something that's really valuable. You can pick a one out of one, um, or you can pick something that's very cheap and common. And uh, there's never been any issues from a physical card moment. Um, the loot box law for, was for virtual and was for games. And I think Dapper Labs is taking a bit more of a conservative approach when they talk with their internal team, when they talk with their legal kind of contacts. Uh, they are saying that it is breaking the law and that it's not worth their risk in breaking the law to do these kind of uh, allow you to get a legend or a rare with the commons tops for whatever reason feels otherwise and so it'll be interesting to see if anything ever plays out with that if one moves to the other side if there's any other legal challenges um but that's at least where it stands now okay let's open one of these Uh, so here's one of the first things I, again, uh, noticed is... So there's no music? How does this work? Do people want me no, to hit the beat, beatbox? There's no, yeah, there's no music. Well, so and this is one of the first things I noticed is it's talking about calling smart contract function. And it's using words that are, you know, words and viewing that is a bit more computer than is necessary. Um, me as a general user, why do I need to know that you're calling for a smart contract function from atomic assets with no space to transfer, like... This is pretty much backend coding that they're showing the front end user. Um, you know, one of the things that I think just shows, you know, always sign. And, and so, I mean, like, I get what's happening in the backend. Like, I'm actually signing a smart contract. Oh, wait. So, okay. So, you're, you're on a different screen. So, I was wondering what was Oh, sorry. Okay. It, it popped open a new window. That, okay. That's why I was like, I'm, yep, sorry, I'm not sorry. following what's going on. Okay. Let me just share my entire computer. Thanks, thanks Ryan, in the chat. I was confused, too. I just thought that maybe it was in my head. Nope, nope. Okay, thanks. Yep, it opened a new window. Um, okay. You able to see this? We can see it. Okay, and so this is what I was saying. Like, you know, from a user experience, like there's no need that me as a customer needs to have the front-end visibility to seeing these atomic assets transfer the unbox to unbox. Like, 
there's a lot better ways to kind of, hey, we understand it's on the blockchain, it's still happening in the back end, but create a better user experience, create something seamless, something as fun as me, you know, opening up with the music and everything. Here, it's far more kind of, oh, what just happened? Okay, we lost it. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. Where'd it go? Maybe we go back here. There we go. Okay. So we start off with a two-second video, and everything just kind of pops up. Um, oh, know. that was you opening it? Yeah, that, that, that's the opening. Oh, that was, um, that was, that was fun. Right. Really so there's no one by one. They just kind of pop up. Um, what did I get? So I got, uh, you know, Lori Garcia. I got the Texas Rangers team doing some high fives. Uh, I got one uncommon for Anthony Santander. Um, I don't actually know who Dalton Varsho is. Freddie Galvis, I know. Um, and then a pitcher that I'm not aware of, but Sixto Sanchez. So I got five commons. I got one uncommon. I think uh, the, in the general marketplace, these would all be going for kind of under a dollar and maybe a couple quarters or something, uh, if even. And uh, that's kind of what the experience is. Uh, I'm going to do one more just so we can try it again. And we'll try to get the whole feel of what that's like. All right. So we're still seeing this. I'm just going to do this. So I'm clicking through. All right, so there, there was that little tiny A video, and uh, then it just goes through, and uh, there we go. So that's my new pack again. Um, got four comments. Got a rare. That's good. Got got a rare. That's good. So we think we said that was like a 4% chance of getting rare. Got another uncommon, which was the 17%. Uh, got a Pete Alonso. Uh, I don't know if, uh, I, you know, if we're getting rookies. Uh, I think that, oh, oh, right here. Maybe this RC means rookie cards uh so maybe these guys as Paredes and Albert Abreu are rookies and so uh you know maybe those aren't too bad of cards because they've got the uncommon and the rare um but overall and like these kind of have like a little glitch. did you just get rich did you just stuff. get rich in front of our eyes we don't even know no I think maybe it's like maybe a dollar <laughs> <laughs> who knows who knows I'm I'm not selling these they're just gonna sit in the account we'll open a few more in the future but uh I think it's beneficial for people to just kind of get it they Maybe yeah, an appreciation I, I, I for the pack it opening. Yeah. I, I think you can before. you can appreciate the pack opening a bit more uh, with the music, with the actual seeing the play, um, with doing one at a time and picking through, uh, versus just like, hey, here's your pack. Like, I mean, at least let me do one at a time. Like give me right. that experience of opening a real pack. I flip it, you know. Yeah. So hmm. oh well, it's fun, it's interesting. Um and you, know what has, you know what has a better pack opening experience, Justin? <laughs> That's true. Uh, There's a so, website called nbatopshot.com, and I have two packs, I realized. And I feel like... Oh, my God, we need after, it. After that? After that, I feel like we need it. Now, like, I'm going to be more hyped than ever to pull a Mason Plumley right now because it's going to be sweet. That's interesting. Bruno, if you can uh, give a little more details about what the premium pack experience is like, how much how it's better, uh, I haven't seen one, so I'd be exciting. I'd be interested to know. Uh, while TJ does something far more exciting by opening a, uh, a real pack. Let's do it. Oh, did you not click it? <laughs> no, you didn't. I realized. All right. Let's do, the, let's do the, the, the common one. This one's going to be the better one than the pre-order, okay. right? Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, you know, yeah, to be honest, at this point, they're probably not that much of a oh, it doesn't matter. a little better, but. Yeah. All 
right, we're going to open this, and then we're going to do the LeBron giveaway, and then we're going to close the show. So let's go ahead and open a pack. There we go. That's more like it. And it's not deafeningly loud like Coop's Hollow music was. That was insane. Yeah, that, that led to some issues. We can actually right. kind of just talk through this one. What do we think? One, two, or three? Let's start off in the middle. Kyrie? Ooh, Kyrie? Right, Kyrie? Is that a little floater? Is that a double? Is that an 88 to start off? Yeah. I like it. Oh, yeah. Bad, all right. All right. Let's go with this one. All right. You just back oh, to back? double back, back to back with same one, two same moment. And you got two eights in there. Let's go. Can you pull this trifecta? Wow. Can you pull yeah. the triple Kyrie? I mean, almost have to now. Double Kyrie. Let's All go. Right. All right. One more time. Triple. Get triple. Get that triple. triple. Nah. Going to throw in a Middleton. Okay. Middleton. Not a bad pack. <laughs> Not a bad pack. Nice little fast break play there. Yeah. Nice little, nice little assist. Yeah. Double Kyrie. Cannot complain with that. All right. There it is. We're spoiled. We're, we're spoiled. We went through, you know, some of the fun. challenging times with Top Shot and such, and uh, especially with, uh, you know, those early technical, but without a doubt, there's just heaps and bounds of improvement. And, uh, Hopefully we see that with MLB tops and hopefully we see that with other um, kind of uh, NFTs, sports related NFT um, collectibles as well. Love it. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just don't know what you've got till it's gone and going through other experiences makes you really appreciate the top shot one. So let's, uh, let's move on to the final topic for tonight. So I'm going to go ahead and share my screen again, but this time. So first, I'm just going to show the tweet. We can talk a little bit about the survey itself, and then we're going to get into the giveaway. And TJ, I want to throw. I'm going to throw an audible on you. Um, oh. I don't know if we, can we go to OTM NFT real quick. We should do this in our future Wednesday shows. Is uh, okay. a little leaderboard check, a little score check on how our Pick'em guys did. Oh. Uh, from oh. the previous. Okay. Okay. Uh, so we'll test our memories here. Uh, but well, I, yeah, I, know, I, got, I know I got my Embiid. There you go. One Embiid. Do you remember what your price was to begin with? Well, I, we could just check oh. the 24 hour. Okay. It was like 665 when I. Oh. <laughs> that can't be good. Okay. Around like 10%. Okay. I had uh, Mid Miles Bridges, right? And it was at about a hundred. It was, I think, it was a hundred dollars. Uh, was it was that exactly a hundred? let's go. Two percent. Let's go. That might Jeez. be money right there. Come on, okay. people, go out there and buy some Embiid's for me. <laughs> we cannot let Justin win. And then Plunge had Porter, Michael Porter Jr., right? Yeah, and Coop had RJ Barrett. Michael Which one Porter did he have? He had the. They had this one. Okay. Oh, what was his price? I don't know, but if it's up eight percent from, uh, I've got it. I've got it. He had it at three sixty-five. So yeah. Ooh, that's pretty. That's, that's not the bad. leader so far. And then Coop had the R.J. Barrett. Okay. Let's see what that's got. Well, I see some red. 
Yeah, you see red for sure. 790. All right. Ooh, so down from 869. So oof. me and Cooper are deep in the doghouse <laughs> right now. We're buried. Plunge Maybe we should have nice picked the lead, higher though. end ones. Well, yeah, Plunge has a nice lead. So a lot I mean, of time. We, we, there you go. I'm about to buy. I mean, we did talk about it after the show, and I was like, there's definitely an advantage to picking a lower price one because you're more likely to maybe get a kind of one or two people in the show to buy it. And uh, full, full transparency, I don't even own that Miles Bridges moment. Probably my bad. I probably should have at least bought one just for the fun of it ahead of time. Um, I tried to buy that one on stream and then W ended up stealing my number 69 or whatever it was. But uh, we're going to we'll we'll, we'll, uh, we'll make that process a little more formal next time. But definitely. Yeah, that's a good point. Then. That's a good point. I can I can put it like an update to the, to the little slide next time. That's fun. All right. So plunge father in the lead with Justin behind and, and me and Coop are are trying to catch up. But trail, yeah. you know, you never know. Hey, when are your uh, primetime games coming? Actually, exactly. And beating the Suns are playing right now. Yeah, um, they are. They are. So, for all we know, he's about to drop a triple double, and then he had see that first skyrocket. He had a ton of points early on. I mean, like yeah, if him, you know, obviously I'm on Team Joker, but if Embiid didn't get hurt, like his utilization is just so yeah, high right now. Uh, there's just no one else really doing anything. Oh. Suns won 116 to 113. My boy CP3 put up 28, eight assists. That's a lot of points for him. Yeah. Embiid had seven, 17, yeah. 17 rebounds and 17 rebounds and 38 points. <laughs> really buried the lead by talking about Chris Paul before that one. He won the game. Also, Chris <laughs> Paul, Chris Paul putting up 28 points is that pretty is rare lot, now, right wow. now because he'll yeah, be a, 30 and 17 is just like a solid game for MB. That's just game. like that's normal. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. So yeah, we, we ran this survey. So thanks to everyone that completed it. Really appreciate it. Super helpful information for us just as we, you know, decide what, what to do here at on the moment, what kind of content folks are interested in, what, what of our channels and methods are they most interested in? So just wanted to, to first say, Thanks to everyone that we, that we really take that feedback to heart and are definitely going to be adjusting our, our future plans according to what we've seen in, in some of that info. Anything to add to that, Justin? Yeah, we've had a chance to share this with uh, some of the Top Shot team as well. Um, and just because there was a lot of really interesting and good learnings, good findings in there. Um, and you know, one of the things that I kind of alluded to earlier in the show is that we learned um, that this community is extremely interested in the other sport uh, NFT collectibles. Um, the NFL one was just blown out of the water. How many people would be interested and excited for them to have an NFL product? Uh, but even the other just sports collectibles that aren't Dapper, as well as the kind of UFC MMA coming up with Dapper, um, were just shown high levels of interest. And I think that kind of excites us and it lets us know that, you know, hey, we're not just going to go chase the new shiny toy, uh, but if there are other players that come into this ecosystem and have success and kind of build legitimate products, uh, we're more than happy to kind of uh, help and you know go, you know learn and explore with the community uh, about these new areas. Love it, Jonathan said it best in the chat here. Only fifty likes. Come on, people, let's get those like numbers up. Jam that like button. Like we said, after the show ends. Go back to the video in the comment section, put your Top Shot username, and we will be going ahead and liking all of your showcases. And now, without further ado, 
let's go ahead and pull up the wheel and I'm going to pull it up with the, with the sound so that we can hear. Oh, you did it. Oh, hmm? Okay. You can, I, freaked you out. Can. I freaked out at the beginning of the show and I built one too. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you did. <laughs> good. Good. I'm glad you did. Yeah, no, we're good. What a great so, host. So it's going by, going by all the usernames here. I think we had like 1200 people ended up in this one. There's a lot of names. As you can see, yeah, no, it was a, a, a and it is for the the LeBron James series two out of thirty five k. That's correct, um, and uh, it may take a couple days for me to gift it because uh, I realized that the one I had I accidentally sold a couple weeks ago, so I bought a new one from the marketplace, and uh, that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> oh, that's um, great. Let's uh, hold on. I'm looking here. I'll pull up the pull up the. Nope, I can't do it. Sorry. Well, I'll pull up the moment afterwards because I already have it locked in on this. So I think it's a left, it's a left-handed full court pass. Like it was, yep, uh, it, it it's is impressive. It's, yeah. it, it's, it's, yeah, it's like a football throw. Yeah. All right, people. Best of luck to everyone. And for this one, no matter who the winner is, they, they win. They don't, they not have to be present in the chat for this one. That is we correct. We will guarantee afterwards that they have um, done the two requirements, but I think it was literally just fill out the survey and retweet. Um, yeah. So as long as they completed those two things, uh, if they end up, we, they didn't, then we will spin it behind the scenes and uh, we'll alert that person who wins. Love it. All right. Spin that wheel. Let's do it. The wheel is spinning. Let's go for LeBron. For the LeBron Smelly Shoe Bray Bray Jr. Smelly Shoe Smelly Schuber Smelly Schuber Jr. Smelly Schuber Jr. I'm struggling with how to pronounce the end of that one, but hey, Smelly Shoe, you now have a LeBron James Series Two moment coming your way as soon as Justin is eligible. Congratulations. And uh, I just ran my wheel just in case. And uh, the backup person is going to be Bevmo, B-E-V-M-O. So uh, as long as this person uh, finished their criteria, we will find them. Holy crap. TJ, is this you? What's that? Is this your account? Look at your baller status. You're no longer a rook. You've got like a shooting star up there. Am I balling now? What am I? I'm a rising star. Let's go. What did I do? Let's go. What did I do? I need to go look. I thought I was still a rook. All right. That's how it's done, folks. <laughs> no idea what I did. I mean, they must have, oh, because they changed the, the things, right? Yeah, they went through over the past kind of day and updated stuff. Uh, still haven't yeah. purchased one rare pack. Tomorrow. Oh, you bought, a, you bought a legendary pack. So yes, proud of you. You get a legendary pack, and that got you a ton of points. I yes, uh, I, I can't did. even get myself a rare or a legendary. Yes, I did. Wait, to collect five legendary moments from purchasing packs? Whew. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be tough. Yeah, I mean, I'd love I mean, to be able to. I, I put a Twitter thread on this a little while back, and I think we retweeted it in the past day or two um, on I think they need to revamp the baller status because uh, right now the ability to, you know, the fact that you bought a legendary doesn't really say that much other than you got really lucky and uh like you were in the top two percent three percent or whatever um and i think 
they know that like right now there's no actual value of baller status other than just bragging rights, as they say. Um, but eventually when they're actually tying, whether it's pack requirements, whether it's some form of real world, you know, experiences or something like when they make baller status worth something and more legitimate, uh, I think then they're also going to revamp to find ways to uh, truly incentivize the activities they want to incentivize forms of activity such as engagement showing you know clicking on the site every day being active in the marketplace completing challenges making showcases whatever they feel are the right behaviors of their community they'll incentivize and in my opinion buying a legendary pack is very down low on the list on the behaviors they want to incentivize yeah Makes a ton of sense. I'm going to go ahead and, and share the weekly schedule again for anyone that maybe forgot or was not aware. This was the Wednesday night strategy show. If you missed Monday, we had the plunge brother on. It was a great time. Talked about everything you needed to know for the week. Had some laughs. Plunge brother's a good guy. That was a, that was a, lot, of, a lot of fun. Hung out with him on Twitch after the show as well. And that, that was also a good time too. So, and then we're going to be doing a new weekly solo pod that I'm going to record. So we'll try to get that out on Friday this week. I'll definitely be talking about the rare pack and everything that goes down tomorrow. So you can look for that. I'm going to keep it short, 20, 30 minutes just to get all of that out there for anyone that maybe wasn't able to watch the longer shows or just in case things like this, the legendary pack coming out on Thursday. Obviously, did not have visibility into that on Monday, so just want to make pack. sure that we're tying up the list. What was that? Rare pack. Rare pack, not legendary. Oh, yeah, right. Rare don't pack. Get, Sorry. Don't get too excited. I know that you only get legendary packs. No, like, I'm like, Coop, so. I'm so in the legendary mood, yeah. You're, you and Coop you're, you're really legendary. legendary. I can't even get a rare. I, like, I, was, I was talking to TJ earlier. Like, If you go through my baller status, it's like, maybe you should have tried to get a rare pack. I did. Maybe you should have got a legendary. <laughs> get out of here. But... <laughs> Uh, and then Bach had his article come out yesterday. Great yeah, read. Good. Just goes like through that. the NBA news. I, I always read that myself. I think it's a, a nice, quick, easy read. Rankings refresh will come out on Sunday. And then we are going to have our Ask Me Anything in the OTM Discord. I think we're going to try to have Neil do it this week to talk about the website changes. So either Neil or myself, if he's not able to do it, I will step in his place. Or maybe a combination of the two of us. Any questions that you guys have about the new website or, or about, you know, any of the features that you want or just questions in general about challenges, Top Shot, we'll be in there Sunday night to, to answer all of them. So we'll have that announcement coming out later this week as well. Justin, any final words for the people before we close out the show for today? No, you were a fantastic host. Thank you for uh, running everything so smoothly, making me not even have to worry about that wheel. Uh, next time, can you at least go buy the moment for me too or something? But... <laughs> Hey, you just worry about the awesome Herzig bot analysis and I'll take care of the whatever host things that I have to do. But uh, thanks everyone again for joining us. Been a ton of fun pumping out this content for you guys. A lot more to come. We, we still feel like we're just getting started and the, the ideas that we have on the side are, are endless. So we're going to continue to try and get everything out to you guys as soon as we can and appreciate all of the support. So Thanks, everyone. On behalf of Justin and on behalf of Producer Coop behind the scenes, I am TJ Lasig, and we will see you guys next time.